Hello, everyone. Hello, Carney. You are listening to the first ever Hub Sports Podcast. My name is Peter Holland, sports reporter of the Carney Hub, and I'm here with alongside Buck Mahoney, our sports editor. Buck, before we go a step further, you ever thought that of all the years, how long you been working at the Carney Hub? Been here 37 years. Excuse Buck, um, he's a little bit under the weather, but still willing to talk with us for 37 years. You ever thought in all these years that we, we even start a podcast? Only in the last couple. <laughs> Only in the last couple. Pretty much why we want to start a podcast is pretty much, uh, I was on vacation, you know, in Atlanta, spending time with my family, and... It was just on my mind of what I wanted to do, of how we want to spice things up a bit uh, with our with our coverage. How we how can we extend our coverage in Carney? And, and I was just listening to our big sister papers, the Lincoln Journal Star and the Omaha World Herald, and how they do their podcast covering the Cornhuskers every day. And in my mind is, why can't we do the same in Carney? And and before you know it, I introduced that that idea to Sean Barronclaw, our boss, and next thing you know, we're here now in a nice little space talking about Carney. Now we have our podcast. I'm kind of excited, but how excited are you? I'm getting there. The season <laughs> gets closer. You're getting there. <laughs> well, I'm definitely excited being that this is my first Fall sports coverage. I've been I've been here since February, and I'm. You can kind of say I'm still figuring out the area in a way and the culture here. And one thing I'm definitely excited for is uh, football season and volleyball season as well. Uh, softball as well. We uh, softball is already underway. It started last week. Uh, volleyball starts this week. This coming week on Thursday, and. Most importantly, Friday, Friday night, which we're predominantly we're going to be talking about the entire show, is football season. Uh, Carney High, they open, they open up their season at home against Grand Island, Carney Catholic. They open their season against um, Wood River Shelton. And it, that's, a, that's a team that just started as a program, am I correct? Well, uh, each school had their own program, and this is the second year that they've gone together. Right. And the, they started the year 0-9 last season, and now they um, this will be their second season. And you can pretty much say, I mean, on paper, this is a team that Carney Catholic could easily dominate, even with the amount of players that they got coming back. Even without, without Heinrich Harburg, the lots of Logan O'Brien, Seth Moore, Andy Hoglins. It's a new group of guys, and especially at quarterback, Brent Mahoney, your favorite guy. <laughs> uh, Brent Mahoney will be the new quarterback. And one thing that I want to take away, take away about this game coming up, it's not only it's not only because of the the players that are coming back, the starters in particular, but the guys behind them. I was just looking at their roster and I was wondering their practice. It's a small group of guys. Um, I count about 45, and that's probably including the JV team. So I think what's going to be concerned to me, and that was something I would talk to Coach Harvey about, is if one player goes down, 
there's gonna there's probably gonna be a freshman sophomore out there trying to try to um get in and get the experience in but then at the same time they're thrown right into the fire your your thoughts on that that's going to be Carney Catholic's weakness is that they're not very deep um, but their front line is really good both offensively and defensively they'll be able to get it done as long as they don't have any injuries that keep kids out for a long time Carney Catholic do return three of their stars on the offensive line. Jake Masker is one of them. Dylan Merce is another guy. They're both big guys, no doubt about it. So, at least for Brett Mahoney and whoever's in the backfield, I believe it will be Riley Greaser as well. I think they're going to be okay. Um, I think the, the first game against against um, Wood River and Shelton, that's going to be a little bit of a test before um games going forward that's going to be even tougher tougher going going along the way the the next games at St. Paul then it got Ogalala that's how you say it right Ogalala Ogalala if I didn't say it right I apologize that's the rivalry game that's a rivalry game then you got Minden that's a homecoming game and then a Thursday night game that's something I didn't expect as well I mean neither of us would expect it Broken, they're going to play at Broken Bow. And from reading Coach Harvey's questionnaire, that's going to be a, a tricky game. Would you say that? Coaches always get worried about everybody. I don't know. I know he felt that uh, Broken Bow came off pretty strong at the end of last year, but Broken Bow has had some rough times lately. Sure. I was even looking at the rosters, and, and I was just looking at the offensive line because that was that was also um, Coach Harvey would mention me as well that they're big up front. I think the biggest I saw was 280 pounds. There's definitely going to be two linemen going against each other, colliding one another. I think that's going to be interesting. That and they also another rivalry as well, Adam Central. They they go against them the week after, then Holdridge, and then they finish off against Kozak. I would ask for a, a, a prediction of record, but we also don't want to. <laughs> we don't want to get the our audience angry as well. Like, why? Why you ain't got them going undefeated? They both win every game or stuff like that. But do you have like a a, a bold prediction of of Carney Catholic season? Carney Catholic's gonna have a good season, and they're gonna go fairly deep in the playoffs. Easier said than done, but looking looking forward to covering Carney Catholic. They, playing with River Shelton on Friday. Another game, I think this will likely be our game of the week. Carney High versus Grand Island. And it's going to be at home. And I was just, I was doing a little bit of research, but uh, prior to last year where they didn't face each other, the last six seasons, they opened, this, they opened a game against each other. And I was just looking at it, and those last six seasons, Grand Island is 4-2 against Carney. And I was just looking at looking at the scores and how Carney High ended up finishing that year. 2019 season, I'm sure you were there and that was probably a great one. Grand Island beat him by one point, 32 to 31. Carney ended up finishing seven and three. The year before that, 2018, Grand Island destroyed them. It was 46 to nothing. Carney went on to finish five and five. 2017, Carney won that one, 20 to 16. And they went 12 and 1 that same year. 2016, Carney won again 26 to 14. They won 10 and 3. 2015, Grand Island won 
14 to 12, Carney went 5 and 5. In 2014, Grand Island won 35, Carney 28, Carney won 7 and 4. So what I'm saying is, what my point, what I'm trying to take is that this is a this could be a tone setter for Carney High. Carney High returns 14 seniors, three of them are starters. It could be the direction of what Carney high team could go and just looking at the other schedules as well they got omaha burke the next week then north platte miller west and then i'm sure everyone's circling that calendar bellevue west we'll talk about later columbus lincoln high Elkhorn south another powerhouse and omaha northwest so like i said before this is one of those games that carney high has to win and they got to have going forward would you think that as well there's there's more at stake here than than you know if you were there in 2019. You know, Grand Island wins the game on the phantom catch. A was he in bounds? B did he catch the ball? And I know that uh, Carney High says absolutely he was out of bounds and he didn't catch the ball. And Grand Island says what? What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> so there is there is some payback there, and I know that. Carney High has sold a lot of uh, the WOGI t-shirts, which of course stands for We Own Grand Island. Ooh. So um, it's a good game to get started with. And, you know, it should have been the season opener last year. It wasn't because of COVID, and it should have been the season finale, and it wasn't because of COVID. So, yeah, there's this game means a lot for both teams. That sounds pretty hostile. W-O-G-I, we own Grand Island. Yeah. Like, t-shirt and everything. Oh, yeah. You think they're going to bring that Friday night? Oh, yeah. (laughs) See, this is one of those things I live for. This is one of those things that there's bad blood between two teams. Would you consider this a rivalry as well? Oh, this is a rivalry. I don't know if it's bad blood, but there's, there's bragging rights for sure. Bragging rights. Okay. I was also just looking on Grand Island's side of their notable returning players. Uh, Brandon Fox, wide receiver, cornerback, he had 410 receiving yards and five touchdowns, 17 tackles and one interception. Uh, they got their quarterback back, um, Keaton Fife, I believe that's how you say it. Uh, he's, he has, His older brother played for the Huskers, started a couple of games. All right. <laughs> then, and then there's one guy that kind of stood out to me. I was just looking at videos of them, their, of their um, offseason, their gym brief. They got a they got a six foot six wide receiver. He only played one game last year. Don't know in particular why. I don't want to speculate. But he seemed like a guy that probably Carney High, if I'm Coach Cool, is probably that one person that would probably keep our eyes on. Would you think that as well? Probably, just because of the size factor, but I'm going to tell you that Caden Miller will be the best wide receiver on the field. Why is that? Tell, tell just, us a little bit about Caden Miller. Just because he's very effective, he gets open, he catches the ball. He's got a decent speed. I think Caden, if, if he were in the Metro, he'd be a lot higher. A lot People would think a lot more of him. Okay. Caden Miller is one of those three returning starters for Coney High. Definitely will be effective and I'm sure he's going to make Riley Miller, who's going to be the, expectantly to be the quarterback for Coney High. I'm sure he got a guy to throw to. Also, 
got Parker Wise in the backfield as well. He got a D1 offer from Valparaiso, I believe. And then you got DeAndre Dugway, probably the best, probably to me, probably the best athlete on the field at tight end and at linebacker. You got three marquee effective guys that can help. Experienced, not so unexperienced, Carney High team, and good enough to get the win. It just concerns me going forward when you're going against those Omaha guys, especially Bellevue West, which you were there at that game, but were you were you there? Or? No, I was not at that one. But the biggest upset of the year, when we are in state history. Maybe in state history, the biggest upset. Uh, ended Bellevue West 19-game winning streak. You know, everybody was just assuming they were going to repeat state champions. And assuming they're going to be a uh, state contender as well. I'm just looking at a couple of guys. They got two tight ends that are going D1. One is going to Auburn. One is going to Oklahoma. That's that's going to be quite the test. And not to mention, they're coming to us. That's another fun thing. And I'm pretty sure they're going to bring the whole community and fill and sell out Cope, Cope Stadium. I think that's going to be another game that's going to be fun to watch as well. So... Carney High, Grand Grand Island, Friday night. That's gonna be definitely, uh, definitely gonna be the game to watch. I'm looking forward to covering that as well. So, moving on, you and K, uh, you're definitely, um, you're probably U and K master. You cover all of U and K sports as well. Uh, Soccer team, they're they're starting their exhibition. We saw that volleyball; they're ranked fourth, fourth in in the American Volleyball Coaches Association preseason Division Two. They're in the top twenty-five, and then you got the football the football team as well. They were what top four in MIAA last year in the preseason polls, and there's a lot of high expectation going to the Lopers as well for volleyball and for football as well. Uh, just tell me your thoughts on um, the Lopers season. It's going to be a big year for Lopers in the fall. Uh, football team is really exciting running the, the option that they run. Sure. TJ Davis, is, I've said this before, he's the uh-huh. best option quarterback the rest has seen since Tommy Frazier probably. Ooh. He's, he's exciting. He's a real The Husker great maker. Tommy Frazier. That's huh? right. Uh, the volleyball team, you know, 38-1 two years ago. Got a lot of weapons. He's got a deep team. You know, the beat Air Force, they played three or four players that, you know, haven't played here before. And they still have a veteran team with the Squires sisters. You know, Dad being the coach. They, they will be a factor. That's quite the story there that volleyball went all the way to play against the Air Force, Division One team in, in the Mountain West. That's definitely uh, definitely a fun fun thing to, to see as well. Just looking forward to the UNK, covering UNK. And I definitely want to have, and that's another thing that how what we want to do with our show is that we want to have guests. We, we invite all coaches, players or anyone and connected to the, um, the programs we invite them to come into our show and we want to hear from them i definitely want to invite um, josh lynn and tj davis up to our show as well just with um 
their season their season begin next week Thursday again Missouri Southern so that will definitely be a, a good preview for definitely our local audience as well this will be the fifth year in a row that uh, Coach Lynn is open against the program that has a new head coach is that right yes he's been able to win those games uh, even though you don't know what you're going against he knows what he's running they're going to run that until somebody stops it. So far, they've been pretty successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. For Friday's game, definitely looking forward to all the local games as well outside of Kearney or around the Kearney, all the area games that we cover as well. I'm just looking at all the all the football games coming up on Friday. you got Loomis versus Blue Hill. That will be Ty Spee's debut and his um as the head coach of Loomis. Holdridge versus Adam Central. Southwest at Hildreth Hillcox. You're going to be at that game as well. Uh, probably. Probably. We'll see. We'll it's, see how it goes. I'm going to start the day at a golf meet. <laughs> if we get done with golf fast enough, I can get to Wilcox. It's a day game as well. It starts at 3 p.m. We also got Elm Creek versus Arcadia Loop City. That will be Josh Brody's debut. He would be um, first year as a coach after um, coaching SCM. Um, I'm sure you know Josh Rohde as well. You must have covered him when he was at UNK. Um, what are your expectations about Elm Creek? Elm Creek has to find somebody to replace Xavier Perez. He was you know, an exciting running back and probably the fastest kid in the conference. They've got a couple other holes they have to fill, but I think Josh will do a good job. It's a good opener. Both teams have got a lot of playoff history lately, so shouldn't we should find out a lot about Elm Creek right away. Sure, sure. Other games on Friday, got Fairbury at Minden, Sandy Creek at Gibbon, Amherst at Alma High School, Ravenna's at Southern Valley, Ensley Litchfield, they play against El Somo Myrna, Axtell's at Kennesaw, Pleasanton is at Brady, and SEM's at Arthur County. So all those games that I listed, is there a specific game that we should keep an eye on? Or which of those local games that you say will be your, your game of the week, you can say, outside of Carney? Well, it would be the Arcadia Loop City. Elm Creek would be the top one. Uh, interested to see what happens with Loomis Blue Hill. You know, Blue Hill's traditionally very, very good, but they uh, took their lump last week in the Week Zero game. I'm interested to see Overton Bertrand. Overton, at the end of the last year, had always started six, six freshmen. Six freshmen. Yeah. And so they were, they were taking their lumps, and we'll see how far they've come along. Pleasanton goes to Brady. Should be an easy win for Pleasanton, but we've got to see what they have. Um, and Selma Myrna. And uh, Ansley Litchfield, mm-hmm. you know, first of all, kind of a rivalry game. Be a good test for both of them to see where they're at. Sure, sure. Is there any players in, in particular that you want or keep your eye on on any of those local teams? There's a handful of good players we've got back. Um, the Zachary Lewandowski, quarterback at uh, Ravana. Leighton Rohde, quarterback at uh, Ansley Litchfield. Uh, Trevin Lamb, 
back, uh, running back in Pleasanton. Those are three good ones right off the top. We've got several good linemen around here that got good size that you want to keep an eye on. But that's that's a good place to start with the two quarterbacks up north, Went and Pleasanton. Yeah, we'll start there and then we'll see what happens after that. I know going through the previews, we've got a lot of good teams in the area. I'm not sure we've got a, a team that really stands out, but we've got some good teams. Anything, any team in particular that probably are, might might make it a state or at least make a, a make a big run in the state tournament this year? I still think you got to look at Carney Catholics. Or, Carney High, we've been joking, they're going to be a typical Carney High. It'll be six and three, and then they'll upset somebody there in the playoffs, get to at least the quarterfinals or something. Sure, especially if like, they were that close of beating Elkhorn South, another powerhouse. I believe uh, Coach said they were like, a couple plays away of actually beating, beating Elkhorn South. Or that was something that they, um, Coach Cool said. Just, Take, talk me through about that that game in particular. They they would have they would have gone to state at what, five and five, six and five. That, that's that's something that you don't see likely. Well, last year was a special deal where they let everybody in. <laughs> now I think it worked out that Carney and I would have gotten in as the last team under the old uh, point system because. Carney High played the tough schedule throughout the year, played in Elkhorn South, played in Lincoln South, played WS. And although, even though they were losing those games, they were getting good points for playing good teams. I think they played West too. So they were they were picking up a lot of points for getting beat. But they were also getting better every time they played those games. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> All right. Well, this is gonna be this gonna be a fun year. I'm definitely excited uh, this coming season for all the fall sports. This Thursday night, I'll be at Carney High volleyball as they take on North Star. This will be uh, they're gonna be with their new head, head coaches as well. Carney Catholic, they're gonna be at Scouts. Scotus. Scotus. Okay, Scotus. Remember, I'm, I'm a Florida guy. Let me just make sure everyone knows who don't know me. I'm a Florida guy. I'm still knowing the, knowing the names, and I know some. I don't want to offend anyone um, if the name of the towns is pronounced differently. I know that when I was living in Kansas, when I was living in McPherson, Kansas, the first thing I said was McPherson. The first thing, and they told me is, there's no fear in McPherson. So I learned that going forward not to watch people's names so that's why I have you around <laughs> we're gonna learn a lot about Carton Catholic volleyball in the first weekend because after they play SCOTUS on Thursday then they play Aquinas and Hastings St. Cecilia on Saturday so we're gonna know a lot about Carton Catholic volleyball and by Sunday all right there you have it well this was a great talk. This is a good debut of our podcast. And like I said, we're, we're going to continue to get better. This is something that we want to do every week. And don't you worry, we're going to have we're going to have guests. We're going to have people come over. But I'm already have ideas in mind who we, who we want to have as our first guest. So that's just something that I'm definitely looking forward to. And we want. We also want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from all our subscribers. Um, let us know what you think. Give us our feedbacks. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter 
at Hub Sports Block. You can follow my my Twitter page at the Pistol underscore D A underscore P I S T O L. You can follow Buck at Hub Sports underscore Mahoney M A H O N E Y. Or shoot us an email sports at carneyhub.com peter.holland at carneyhub.com buck at mahoney at carneyhub.com alright is there anything else you'd like to say before we Just let you go my mahoney is spelled E-Y rather than <laughs> lost me that, that is another thing that was probably the first thing when I came to you um, when we were talking about Brett Mahoney, are you guys related in a way, somehow, some way? But no, no way. it was it was just it's that one E that had to be that was added in your words. That's just that's kind of interesting to me. But um, yeah, thanks for um, tuning in at the Hub Sports Podcast. We're looking forward to hearing back, and we're looking forward to covering all of Carney Sports. This is Peter Holland. We're signing off, and we'll see you guys next week.